Kevin Kelly dominated high school football in Arkansas, winning nine state titles in 18 years at Pulaski Academy. He's now turning his attention to dominating the airwaves on the zone. He's brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club. Join today and save 50% off joining fees through December 31st. Play on is what we do at Little Rock Athletic Club. All right, Coach, I respect your opinion. I think you're a great offensive mind. It's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. No, it's not. Okay. Um, that would have been the nicest thing Justin said. Did uh, Arkansas make a uh, smart move? <laughs> is this a good move for Arkansas? I, I, I'm like, this is the happiest I've been in 12 years with Arkansas football. Not even close. You know, and and and, and I, I was lucky. I was, I was real lucky, just the, the nature of what we've done. When, when Bobby Petrino got the job the first time, he flew into Fayetteville – I'm pretty sure it was on a Friday, and I, I was a little too ballsy back then because Tim Horton was there, mm-hmm. and I was trying. I wanted him to keep Tim, and he was worried he's going to lose his job. So he and I were talking, and and I said, "Hey, do you got Petrino's number?" And he's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "I just want to welcome him, among other things, or whatever." And I go, I got a hold of Petrino. I said, "Hey, you need to keep Tim Horton." And I, I had no business telling. I'm saying, look, the coaches in the state love him. You'll be able to recruit the state. You know, your reputation is of kind of a not not personal guy. This guy kind of helps with that. And Tim Horton called me back. He's like, did you message or get a hold of Petrino? I said, yeah. And he's like, he wants to meet me. Like, I hope you didn't mess this up. <laughs> but a little while later, he calls me, uh, and he says, he wants you to pick us up at the airport in the morning at Little Rock. I'm like, okay. So I get there. I go pick him up at the private airport. And, and Tim, he makes Tim ride in a separate car. <laughs> And I'm riding with him. I carried him around for eight hours that day, showing him the Little Rock. He wanted to see the Embassy Suites, the War Memorial. Got to know him a little bit. A little while later, he had me up. I went up and got to visit with him, just do some football and talk. And then I just asked him. I said, hey, and and, and he probably not going to like me for this. I just texted him a while ago. hope he's not mad at me if he's listening, if he hears about this. I just looked at him when I go, now, why do you act like such a butthole? Like I asked him that, oh, there we and go. he told me the story. <laughs> he told me the story, but but what's the story? Well, I can't tell you the story. Oh. Well, I'm not going to lose the trust, but I okay. will say this: excellent reason, but I just don't think you can live your life that way. But I get it. Like, I get it. Why? Why? Why act? I mean, I get it. You know, he lost the trust of somebody close, and and uh, and I don't mind saying that because I think that's good for people to know about him. Mm-hmm. But that day, a barrier broke down a little bit, and I really liked what he had to say and, and i thought okay well that explains a lot to me and so that was good now that all said he's hard on his players and he holds them accountable and you know that's how i like it i think he's gonna do that i saw a tweet yeah let the offense be watching polar express now you know the offense wasn't watching it but you know what i'm saying yeah, i mean that that yeah. crap but i'm so glad because they got i was trying to think through who is a great play caller play calling in my opinion is the great equalizer in the game of football you could take less talent and beat better talent with great play calling. Great offensive play calling. It, it It's the domino effect. People are like, well, it's only going to fix one problem. No, it's not. It's going to fix like 30 problems at Arkansas. Because if you can keep your offense out on the field, doesn't matter if your defense sucks or not. If you can score points, you can win that way. If your defense is playing good, now you can win that way. We can now win two different ways. We can win on defense, or we can win if we can outscore somebody if the defense can't stop somebody. And that's immeasurable. Because what's it going to do? It's going to keep the defense off the field. It's going to give. It's going to make the other team's head coach think about the our offense more, 
and some of his in-game decisions are going to be now based off a motion that he hadn't had to make before, and he's going to make mistakes on them. The domino effect of the defense going out there, even if we've three and out again or turned it over, we've probably scored some points with Petrino. Now they go out there knowing they're not fighting a losing battle. You don't think when we went out against Auburn and Missouri, our defense didn't go we got to go out there again. I mean, I don't even know why we're going out there. We're not going to win. I mean, that's what the, that creeps into the kids' heads, and you can't help it. Now, should a coach be able to get that out? Maybe. But it's just tough. And now that's all going to change. The domino effect of this happening, if the fan base can get over it a little bit, I mean, you know, it doesn't distract them. And what I mean is, if we go the first game that Arkansas's playing and there's a picket line of people out there, and I don't, think, I, I don't think there will either. Aside from that, this is the, and I'm proud of the freaking board of trustees. I'm proud of the president and the chancellor because they knew when they did this, this took real leadership. People say, well, they sold their souls to the devil. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. This took leadership because mm. their job is the program, right? Mm -hmm. Their job is to get the program and do the best for it. And they challenged an old law, rule, whatever. They redid it and they're standing in the face of it. They know they're going to catch crap and they did it and they picked out one of the top three play callers. At any level in America. Do you, do you think Pittman had a choice in this, or was this forced upon? I believe it was forced upon, just like it was Jimbo Fisher. And I'm going to tell you, I, I, this is a hot take that y'all might not want me making on here. Thank you, Little Rock Athletic Club, for having me on. You may not want me on after <laughs> this. But this is what's going to happen, in my opinion. And okay. he was brought in. I think, I think Coach Pittman has done – you know, done his part, done what he wanted to do, came in, he's enjoyed getting to be a head coach, seeing what it was like. I don't think he liked all the stuff that come out. No human would like what happened this year with the media and the yeah. fans and the whatever. And I think he wants to end it on a positive note. He's going to go next year, hope Petrino can help him turn it around and go win eight games, okay, win eight games, and then he's going to ride off into the sunset, and Bobby's going to move up. And it's not going to be a two-year deal. I think it's going to be a one-year deal. And if I could go to Las Vegas and bet that exact scenario at decent odds, I would bet a lot of money on it. <laughs> Why would he walk away after eight wins? Because you get greedy, and you're like, we got it rolling. Next year, it's going to be 10. Next year, maybe we're in the we're Sam's in got his house. Okay, He's got his dream home. Mm -hmm. He loves it down there. I've heard some things about how much he loves it more than more than you should hear. And I think he's got plenty of money now, and I think he's getting older now, and he wants to enjoy himself. And I think this year kind of sucked, and he knows it can go back to that in a heartbeat, especially when you can't guarantee Petrino's going to stay here more than a year. Even if they do well, and you're like, well, the next year maybe. How long do you think if Petrino does well? Yeah, somebody's going to come calling. Yeah. For sure they are, and he's going to go take a head coaching job somewhere. So th there's no reason to think Bobby Petrino's here for the long haul as an O.C., and Sam knows that. Everybody knows it. But it does give Sam a chance to go out as a winner. And people go, well, he ought to be able to do that himself. No, you're not. you got to hire great people around you to Absolutely. be successful. Nobody, everybody. Nobody I mean, does it Anybody with any sense knows that. Especially in football. I think that's – yeah, especially, especially in football. football. 22 <laughs> freaking guys out there yeah. at one time. Let's roll through some of these calls. David is in Searcy. David, welcome into the zone. Hey, guys. Uh, great show today. Uh, first of all, I'd just like to say that uh, – if we had had a slightly above average offense, this team easily would have been seven and five, eight and four, and forget what happened the last couple of games with the defense. They lost heart. They did. It's hard to keep the same intensity when your mind is thinking something else. But 
what I'd like to say is I'm not sure that I, I used to never miss Steve Spurrier's team, Florida's team's play because you were fixing to see something exciting because he knew how to call plays, just like Coach Petrino, just like Coach Kelly. Uh, let me tell you something. I don't think we've seen a rub route or a clear-out pattern since Coach Petrino left. These things are not complicated. You have got to utilize your players to get another one open. And the great ones like Coach Kelly, Coach Spurrier, uh, Coach Petrino, they know how to do that. And the last thing I want to say is I I graduated with honors (coughs) from the Searcy High School back in 1973 and had one year of higher learning at the University of Arkansas BB branch. And I am smart enough to read some books. And I read a real thick one one time. And for all these self-righteous hooligans in Arkansas, let me tell you, I I read where a guy said one time, if we say we have no sin, then we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So shut your mouth and grow up. Thanks. Thank you, David. The thing I like about, and I was going to say, when you were talking about offense, is like when you look at us play this year, and I look at it, I mean, what did we ever do offensively where a team had to go, okay, we got to stop that? We didn't do one Nothing. thing. Right. And, that's what, <laughs> and, and that's where I think the offense got so hard. I mean, you'd sit there on third down and go, okay, zero, here it comes, zero blitz. You know? And it's like never a screen or never anything to kind of counterbalance that to back that off or doing something to where – like you say, throwing, 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 and, and throwing short pass or throwing some things that tried to back off the defense to where it was easier to run the ball. You know, it just seemed like I mean we couldn't do anything to where could counter to help the other part. We couldn't do anything running misdirection straight ahead, whatever you want to do that said okay, that's going to help this guy get open or this guy get open in the passing game, or we couldn't vice versa do this and this to, okay, they're going to drop people so that we can run. I mean, we just, we couldn't, we couldn't do, we couldn't do anything. I mean, we couldn't, it's like, okay, we, we can't in basketball, we can't shoot and we have no inside game. Okay. But you know, we're going to, we're going to score a lot of points. I mean, <laughs> well, it's like, you, you, as you gotta, a good yeah. coach, you find a way around it. You, you, gotta, you, you know what, guys, you we're going to play great defense. We're going to get transition well, you gotta points. You got to find, like Coach Kelly said, you got, every team has something they're better at than other things. Something. You know, yeah. it might not be great, but you, you, you're going to find something that like, okay, this is, this, we can do this to where the other team has got to go. Okay, they do this a lot and they're good at it. We got to take that away. Well, when you try to take that away, it's going to help maybe something that you're not as good at be a little better. Am I correct? Or yeah, it, it, let me say this. I, before let me preface it by saying I did a. There's a million reasons why I did a bad job at, at, at Presbyterian College, and but I did a bad job on the tail end. But what we did good was on offense. We led the country in passing at all the FCS schools. We came in third in total offense. Okay, we did that because to me. It's not hard, even if you have some inadequacy. I mean, we could block for a pass for maybe 2.25 seconds before the quarterback was touched. 2.25. That's not very long. But we still attack the defense weakness. We didn't worry about what we do well because you need to be able to do everything pretty well. You're in college football. Can you throw an eight-yard pass 
pretty well. I mean, you don't have to be Patrick Mahomes at it, but you need to be able to do everything a little bit to attack what they're leaving open. So we attacked what was open, and that makes yards. And like Joe just said, you have to be able to not just attack the weaknesses and accentuate your strengths and attack their weakness, regardless of what it does, but you have to think three plays ahead and go, if this doesn't work, is it still worth it because of what it does on the back end? Yes, throwing a 20-yard pass down the middle helps because now that freaking linebacker can't come head over heels down towards the line on a on when you put the ball in the belly of the tailback because he knows what if he pulls it out and I'm supposed to be the guy covering the poster out in the middle underneath because the safety's over the top. We don't let them do those things. So something good even happens when something's incomplete. But we didn't even think like that. I mean, there was no evidence of thinking. I can't say we didn't. I'd say there's no evidence of thinking like that. And you've got to think three, four, five plays ahead. Uh, You mentioned inadequacies on the O-line, and everyone knows Arkansas has to improve the O-line. But if you look back at that 2011 team, I remember everybody saying Tower Wilson's really tough, and it's because he got hit a lot. That offensive line wasn't amazing either, but that was still a prolific offense. Now, that's the part nobody's talking about by Petrino doing. And, 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 and I'd say, gosh, even in the NFL, 25% of all teams, college, NFL, and high school, 25% maybe, really spend time and prepare their quarterback for a game, what to look at before the snap to reduce the amount of time he stands there with the ball, pre-snap reads, and really develops a quarterback. I would say, I would venture to say, in my opinion, the quarterback has not been developed at Arkansas since Petrino left. Okay, Now look back, and I know, I know Tyler Wilson, he and our friends, he's a good guy, and he'll say Petrino is hard. Brandon Allen got a little better, though. A, a little. But he, not developed like he should have been. I think he had the capacity pretty good. But but Tyler Wilson, you know, it was hard with Petrino, but he got developed as yeah. a football quarterback. Ryan Mallett got developed as a, as a quarterback. And that's what Petrino's going to do. He's going to make it easier on the line because the quarterback knows what to do to get the ball out faster. He sees things better. He's more prepared. If they're doing this, then I do that. Before the ball's ever snapped, you eliminate certain progressions. When I think KJ was going one, mm-hmm. two, three, four. Well, dang, one's a post route right to a safety. You don't even have to look at that one. It's over with before the play starts. I'm already at two when the ball snapped. That eliminates half a second. And then the O-line doesn't look as bad. And then you don't have the quarterback running around back there. So he's going to develop the quarterback, and he's going to make the – he made the O-line better when they announced his hiring, period. K.J. Jefferson was reported by 24-7 Sports. He was entering the portal. Since then, K.J. on Instagram has said he's still trying to make up his mind. Does K.J. fit Petrino's offense? I, I honestly think anybody fits Petrino's offense. I mean, he likes a bigger arm. I think anybody can because I think he can coach him to what he wants. I think he's that good. He, I, I, I know of quarterbacks he's had in his past that weren't even what you'd call highly intellectual people, but it's football. He can coach in a football. If you, if you watch football, if you play football, if you do football, you're hitting all the, the three learning ways, and he's going to do that for him. So can K.J. fit? Yes. Does he fit it the way he played this year, holding the ball too long? No, but he will not play like that in Petrino's offense, or he will not play, period. Um, if K.J. leaves, Jacoby Criswell is, of course, here. You would think Bobby Portis brings in a transfer quarterback to Bobby compete for Petrino. the job. Petrino, look at you. Look oh. at you going NBA on Bobby Portis. <laughs> Bobby Petrino. My it's, always, thank Bobby, you. it's always there with, with Christian. Bobby Petrino. It's always there. I've done it twice <laughs> today. Hey, last night when somebody tweeted uh, Petrino's post of his granddaughter calling the Hogs, I was like, 
Bobby Portis has a granddaughter. This doesn't make any sense. I had to look at the name twice. I did oh, the yeah, same thing yeah. about Bobby P. Bobby I've Portis. Done it twice Bob, today, yeah. yeah. But what 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 did you end up saying? Um, Chris. Well, think he brings in well. a transfer quarterback to compete for the job. Oh, you're always going to try okay. to bring in another quarterback to compete for the job. I, I really believe, and I've been bringing the Chris Will bill. I hate that he got sh- stuffed into oh. what he got stuffed into. Yeah. And hope it didn't scar him for life. You know, yeah. But I really believe he can take him and do really good things. We played against him his last game in high school, and everything we had was focused on stopping him. He still ran for 200 and threw for 300 on us. And when he was throwing in warm-ups, I never watch warm-ups because I don't like them watching my team drop a ball, and I don't watch watching their team do good things. And I made the mistake because I wanted to see him. I watched him on film. I'm like, oh, this kid's good. And I watched him in pregame, and I was like, holy freak, we have no chance. You know, <laughs> and we didn't really. I mean, it was like 68 to 48. You know, he did what he wanted a lot of times. He was that good. And, I, and then at North Carolina, whether we like it or not, they do a pretty good job overall with quarterbacks. Well, look at their well, success. Sam Howell, Drake May this year, yeah. uh, and he's got a great he's got a great base mm-hmm. to come in. If we didn't ruin it too much here this year, I think Bobby Petrino can fix that. Should he bring somebody else in? Yeah, you ought to always bring somebody else in if you can to compete for it. That competition makes you better. If you fold up, we don't want that guy anyway, right? Ryan Mallett had an incredible arm. Incredible, Chris Will. I think it's just as good. Arm. He's got him. He's got a bazooka. Is, is, for it, an arm. is it a? It's a mallet arm. It's a mallet arm. Yeah. It's a. I watched him flip the ball two times, ten yards, yeah. and then he's throwing fifty yarders on his third pass in pregame. Right. Then he's throwing sixty, about seven passes in. I'm like, and effortless. On our live stream on Facebook, Jared said, "Bring in Will Rogers." Will Rogers doesn't have a great arm, does he? No, no, not not like, you know, and you could do without it. Tyler yeah, Wilson had a good yeah, arm. Yeah. You know, Petrino's going to get him open and work to his strengths. He's not going to ask you to do the bootleg outright and throw it back 60 yards yeah. on the over route yeah. down the field if you if you can't do it. But, uh, uh, yeah, Will Ro- I mean, Will Rogers, the experience he brings in with, there's yeah, no, subs- nice. no substitute for 2,000 dropbacks in college. I mean, there's no substitute no. for it. He's seen every defense imaginable. And, and SEC defense. Yes. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's make that point. Me and you were talking off yeah, the air yeah. about ACC and Big yeah. Ten and all that. You know, that that's what you're going to see. So, man, if you could get Will Rogers, that's a home run too, I think. Yeah. Let's go to John Mark. John Mark, welcome to the zone. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my Mo, call. Mo Ben, uh, John Kelly. Mark. Mo Ben. Mo Ben. I, that's a morning show <laughs> thing. I didn't know if y'all would appreciate that. But thank you. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. Um Coach Kelly already brought up, I'm glad he did, brought up what I was calling about. I mean, and, and it's simply conjecture at this point. He gave his opinion. I think it's great. So I'd like to hear what you guys are thinking. You know, let, let's go uh, a, a scenario here. Let's say, you know, we do win a decent season of, let's say, just seven wins next year. So let's say the offense looks great. You know, we know, hey, we got another year. The next year will be great. So correct me if I'm wrong. Coach Pittman's got, what, two years on his contract left, correct? That, that's right. I think it's there's a rollover. I think yeah, it's, I have yeah. no idea. No, I think it's still a four or five year deal. Oh, is it? Okay, I was okay. I'm, I was I interested. The, what I was going to add, we still talk about it. Right. Yeah, the buyout would be less after yeah, next year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so what I was going to kind of think, and we still discuss, young discuss it. So let's say that year does happen. You know, the and I think Coach Kelly's talked about it. Other people on your shows talked about it. You know, when your coach has only got one year left on his contract. Other coaches come in and say, hey, look, he's only got one year in recruiting. Why would you go there? He's going to leave. And so my question was, what I've been thinking about all morning is, where do we go with Coach Pittman from there? Yeah, we want to, you know, if, if it does look great, we want to keep him. But we also don't want to have another, 
year like this year. Let's say Coach Petrino does go somewhere. You know, what does that look like? I mean, you know, Coach Kelly said what he thought. I think that's a great take. What does that look like? Because I don't want – I would hate for one decent year to screw up four more years after that. Does that make sense what I'm, what I'm yeah. kind of thinking up there? Well, first of all, I uh, I would love to have one – Decent year. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll all take that right now. I'll take whatever happens after that. I'm I'm good with it. So so I would. I um, mean, uh, I I I don't think they've gotten that far in the weeds. I think they're. Mm-hmm. I think they're. I don't think anybody is thinking that uh, Pittman's leaving. Or, I mean, I think everybody wants to go out in a on a good note. But I think right now, I think, and I think I, I think Sam was. I don't. I don't think. I think this was brought to him and discussed with him at length. Obviously, I don't. I don't know that it was forced on him, but I think when people talked to him and 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 it makes suggested sense. this, but yeah, no, but I it, mean, it just how can it, yeah. how can you, if you're Sam Pittman, not sit there and go, "This is a great idea." I mean, unless you're unless you're. I mean, I just can't if sit it, there. If it wasn't forced after, on him, after, I condone it. I, after, I, 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 I commend him. After yeah. what you just went through, I mean, how could you not sit there and go, I'm not doing that? If I, it, mean, I mean, I and, I and again, I think it might have gotten to the point where if he would have said, I'm not doing that, then I think it might have got to the point where it was like, oh, yeah, you're you out. are. Here, yeah, here's, yeah, the, here's, yeah, the, you here's the way this happens. I'm going to tell you the way this happens. It's because I got contacted by one of those supposedly up there, higher up with some pull, that wanted me to reach out to somebody and say, hey, if we were to offer OC job, would this person be interested? Because they don't want to ever say the University of Arkansas. Mm -hmm. The bad thing about us is we don't know what we are. Right. We're not one that can go. We need to come out and say, call him and say, hey, man, we'd love to have you as our OC. And if he says no, okay, let's go to the next guy. We're worried about everybody thinking, oh, they turned us down. Who the freak Who cares? cares? Yeah. You were fixed to pay them a million seven. I mean, somebody's going to come. But I, 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 I had somebody reach out and ask me about it, reaching out to somebody else. I would like to know who reached out to Petrino mm-hmm. or if he reached out to Arkansas, which I'll bet he did not. I'll get it, I'll but get somebody it. reached out to him and said, would you I'll, be willing to do this? I'll, I'll and, they, and they all who's, do this. Who's his agent? Get, who's Petrino's agent? I don't know. It's a good question. I, guarantee, I guarantee you. I mean, Frank Frank Fletcher's tight with him. I mean, all yep. these. I guarantee they. Talk Frank Fletcher's real tight they, with they him because I went to a Louisville time. game and yeah. Frank was there. Yeah, I mean, in the, I, in the box. I guarantee you, Frank was when he was the last when they fired Enos, and they and and Fisher was on his way out. I I promise you. I mean, and I'm not saying Frank's, but I guarantee you, Frank, because Frank loves him rightfully so. He's great. I guarantee you, and I and I don't I don't want to speak for Frank. I mean, I'm probably, but. I would be shocked if Frank didn't go. Hey, man, what what, what do you think? You, you, would you have any? Yeah. Would you have any interest? And then make calls and, then and say, Bob, "Hey, we got a guy that's interested." Goes, oh, you know, I'm yeah, not opposed to it. And then I can promise you, Frank Fletcher can get Hunter your check on the phone. I can promise or Coach you that. Pittman. Yeah, he can do that. Or Coach Pittman yeah. on the phone and say, I, "Hey, look, I'm willing to I bet think you guys though. need to look at this." Forced is very subjective, depending yeah. on how you want it to be. But I could easily go. Well, but say you're a check saying, "Hey, we got a call from Bobby Petrino." But when you had the year that you just had, yeah, a lot of things don't have to be forced. No, you're right. You're right. You know, I would now, love to if know he would, if he would have said, "I ain't doing that." 
Well, no, he couldn't say it. Or right. It's whether well, you're he, out. Right. Because yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, if you're so not wanting to do what's best for the I program. Think, I think Sam Pittman read the room very well. Yeah, I think he had to have. We'll take some more calls when we come back.